Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,266. Your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from Allen Park, Michigan, where we all know what's there, Ford Motor Company, Antoinette Polsonale. Antoinette, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. All right. Antoinette Polsonale is the technical placement manager at Ford Motor Company. She has over 18 years of experience in the automotive industry. She started working with Ford while she was a sophomore at the University of Michigan while she was studying electrical engineering. After graduating, she worked in several positions at Ford Motor Company, including powertrain, diagnostics, globalizing service publications as a field service engineer in the metro Detroit area, and now leading the Technician Recruitment Initiative. Her passion in the continued success of Ford's dealerships and technicians has brought her to her current role. Her team is changing the culture of the technician trade from a grassroots approach by building the relationship between the dealers and their local automotive schools. I think this is absolutely spectacular what you're doing, and we're going to touch on that during our talk here. But first, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Could you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about yourself, your career at Ford, and your passion for automobiles? Thank you, Mark. Well, first off, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to have me on your podcast. And, uh, you know, I want to take the opportunity today really to educate the listeners on the technician's trade. You know, we at Ford uh, have really put some uh, time and effort and people in place throughout the nation to really change the culture of our trade and get technicians into our dealerships. So I'm really excited to share that with the entire audience. So thank you again for uh, having me on your show. Absolutely. And this is uh, something near and dear to my heart as well. You know, we look at, for instance, what's going on right now in the country. I mean, jobs, there's a lot of companies looking for workers. And I have a lot of friends who work in industries where they need technicians. They need people that are hands-on people. I have a lot of restoration folks on the show that they're just wondering, where am I going to get these young people to work in my trade? I have a a nephew who works had worked for 11 years with VW. He's now with Tesla. Uh, A technician loves what he's doing. And there's so many opportunities. And I think a lot of young people don't realize that these opportunities exist for some really great jobs, some great paying jobs, but also in their field of passion, which is around cars. So I'm excited to have you today. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a nice way to get the inspirational Ford tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Antoinette, take the wheel. So one of the, uh, like a quote that I did hear from one of our executives here at Ford really resonated with me and has lasted with me for um, several years. And what he said was, your smile is your logo, your personality is your business card, and how you leave others feeling after an interaction becomes your trademark. And this really resonates with me because it relates to every aspect of business. You know, your interactions with our customers, uh, within the dealerships, and specifically with employees. 
not only in the general office, but dealership employees. You know, this is what builds the foundation of trust and loyalty within all of our businesses. So it really resonated with me and it really um, helped that I, I lead my effort in this, with this quote. You know, it, it's a wonderful thing that he shared with you. And this goes back to, I, I have a lot of experience in my past different lives before I started Cars Yeah in marketing. And one of the things that I learned real early on after getting out of college was people buy things because of how they make them feel. Mm-hmm. And and it's a lot of what you just said. I mean, we like to be around people that make us feel good. And we like to be around things that make us feel good, of course. But how we resonate with people and how we interact, and we see it every day. I mean, you can make people feel really good in the smallest of ways. I mean, even somebody who serves you coffee across the counter when you're on your way to work, just by smiling and engaging and asking them a question of how their day is going versus uh, the way so many people interact these days, which is not interacting, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ah, Wonderful lesson that you've learned there. Something everybody could uh, take with them every day, no matter what they do. Well, let's go back a little bit here because you studied electrical engineering. I told you this in our pre-show chat. My wife was an engineer. She studied mechanical engineering. She said, you guys were the smart engineers in school. (laughs) So you're a very smart lady, no doubt. And with all the different things you've done, but let's let's go back in time and, and have you share a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life and you knew that you were going to indeed going to be a car gal? Yeah. You know, growing up in Detroit and in the center of the whole automotive industry, I always wanted to learn the inner workings of the vehicles we were driving. And I think being a female in this male-dominated industry was a challenge for me. So I wanted to take it on. Uh, so I aspired to learn the inner workings of the industry, and I wanted to immerse myself in the various areas within Ford to build my knowledge base. So I wanted to understand our technology within our vehicles and our dealer business. So this is what really got me into the entire car realm, was being challenging myself to be in this male-dominated world, but also learning the inner workings of the vehicles that we're driving every day. So when you were a little girl, I mean, did you ask, did you have brothers or a dad that you were always asking them these technical questions? Do you think this was just something in your DNA kind of coursing through a little bit of motor oil in your veins, maybe? So I do, I do have a brother and a dad, but I can tell you my mom was the tinkerer. My mom was the one that would take stuff apart and put it back together. So she's really the person and the inspiration for every single thing I do. And she always inspired me to challenge everything I looked at and aspire more than I wanted to. So I really, I really owe it all to her. Well, you're a fortunate little girl to have a mom like that. And, you know, uh, last month, uh, the month of March, I had 21 women here on the show to uh, celebrate Women's History Month and really show my listeners how many incredible women are out there working in the automotive industry. Of course, I'd had 100 women on the show before, and you continue with that. I'm I'm sure I'm going to have hundreds of more as I uh, continue to bring these uh, inspirational stories and inspirational people to people, but or to the show here. But I think it's uh, it's great that your mom was the one that kind of nudged you along. So you she come did. from a family that's rather unique, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So my dad and my brother always asked my mom to fix everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like in my family. My wife is the smart one, so uh, yeah, uh, I think it's great, and I, I love <laughs> the fact that you're working in this industry and really leading the way for other 
young women in particular to show them that there is a place for them in this industry. Most, most, uh, most possibly. Well, let's uh, talk about a big story that relates to a challenge or a failure. Let's kind of go back in time and have you walk through one of those situations. And the most important part of this has to do with the learning part of this. What did this experience teach you? So kind of walk us through one of those challenging, difficult times and tell us how that experience helps you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career and your business and your life. Yeah. You know, uh, when you ask that question, the first thing that comes to mind uh, is a layoff that I was part of. So as with any automotive industry, we're going to see the ups and downs. And after I graduated from the University of Michigan and entered into my new powertrain role within Ford, I was part of a mass layoff. Mm. So there were 500 people walking out of a building with boxes. <laughs> and this, of oh course, was, yeah, this was so detrimental to me as I just graduated and I'm sitting in my car with my box thinking this yeah. was like the end of my career. You know, uh-huh. one of the things that I was very fortunate uh, is the coworkers and my colleagues at the time, uh, because they really scouted Ford and the different departments within Ford to see who wasn't doing layoffs at the time. And they were able to get me in the department I'm at right now, which is service engineering operations within that same month that I got laid off. So, you know, this was a definitely a blessing for me. Because I think this was the place that I was meant to be and build my knowledge base. Hey, obviously, with as long as you've been there, but I, I, I want to take you back a little bit here because a lot of people go through these situations. And, and yeah. what year was this? When when was this happening? Well, I think it was like 2005, maybe. Okay, yeah. Let me ask you this. For someone out there listening that might be going through a layoff situation, no matter – now, with Ford being so big, there's some other opportunities that your coworkers helped you with. but. What's maybe one or two things you could share with somebody when they face this to help them realize this isn't the end, that there is another opportunity somewhere. Your challenge is just to figure out where that might be, right? Yeah. No, I think you just have to have a positive mindset. You can't just stay where you're at and not look at different opportunities. You know, we all come, we all have different knowledge bases and things that we've learned, and we all have different superpowers, I guess. And we have to take that into account and not stay within that same realm. We need to make sure the doors are open. And one, one, you know, there was something, and I, I can't quote it exactly, but there's a reason for doors. You know, when one door closes, another one will open. And that's just mm. how a door is made. I, you know, if I could find the quote, I'd actually like give it to you, quote, like <laughs> exactly. Sure. As no, I understand. But, it, you know, we can't stand still. We need to keep moving forward, even in the uh, decline of our industries. Yeah, this is a a great thing you're sharing here, because no matter where you are in life, you're going to bump into these things. It could be you have your own business and your best client has to leave you for some reason. It may not even be your fault. Uh, The same with layoffs in your case. And I always share people, you touched on this that makes me think here, you have to keep moving forward. You have to be thinking all the time, not about where you're at, but where you're going. And there's a great book by Spencer Johnson. My regular yeah. listeners will know about this. So, uh, Who yes. Moved My Cheese? Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard that of that book? A, so, yes, that was the book that really uh, got me through that time frame. So it was yes, recommended yeah. by a friend of mine. And it's just a different way of managing your life and yeah. adapting to change. 
that was a really inspirational book for me at that time. Yeah. I was going to say, and being ready for change because it will come. Oh, absolutely. You may, you may not know when it's going to come. It may be tomorrow when you walk into your office and you think everything's great and they have to tell you something that you don't want to hear. Here's your box. Go sit in your car with 500 other people. So sorry. It's been fun. Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, well, thanks for sharing a really challenging time, but. I think it's a, a great story to share because it has a, a great ending and there's great opportunity as these doors close and others open. It may just be a door you never even knew might be out there. So uh, great. Well, I'm glad you glad you ended up back. And, you know, when I was going through your your bio that you sent me before we got to talk today, I was thinking that going, wow, she's been at Ford Motor Company for a long time. I wonder I wonder if she's, how did she dodge any layoffs? And there you go. No, I was part of it. <laughs> yeah. And I came back. Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm well, back. Let's, have a, <laughs> let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle. Maybe the first car in your life that had great meaning for you. So I don't have a first really special like car, but one of the things that I really uh, cherish was in my time in the field as a field service engineer. For Ford, I was really lucky enough to drive all the newest model vehicles that were fully equipped with all the latest technologies. <laughs> so this was something I wasn't familiar with at the time because most of my vehicles were pretty bare. So being able to drive the latest models day to day, I think gave me the knowledge base of all the technology we have in our vehicles. So in that, you know, the three and a half year time frame, I was a field service engineer. I think I was able to drive about seven different vehicles. So from battery electrics to our C-Maxes to our Expeditions, uh, so all across the, the realm. So it was really great that I had that opportunity. You know, this leads me to a question that I didn't really send you in advance, but I want to touch on it real briefly here. And that is, we are going through a major change in the automotive industry right now. I mean, with... Cars that have artificial intelligence, cars that can drive themselves, I mean, electric cars. What's your thought process or opinion on this change that's happening right now? Are you, are you really excited about it? I mean, do you like the idea that that things are moving so rapidly that even in 10 years, we're going to be doing things that we never imagined in vehicles? No, absolutely. And one of the things I'm really excited about are autonomous vehicles uh, with our younger generation. Uh, you'll see more of the Lyfts, the Ubers, really populating our streets, not only for the social aspect of being able to utilize, but I do see them even in the day-to-day tasks of uh, driving our younger adults to and from work. So in these areas where we see our young adults really take advantage of the, uh, or actually not having their own vehicles, but taking mm-hmm. advantage of just this mass commuting um, piece, you know, our autonomous vehicles are really going to come to life and assist in that respect. So it's really yeah. exciting to see us moving forward in that venture. So I'm excited, actually. You know, when this first started coming out, and I'm a driver, I mean, I used to race cars. I love driving. Driving is what it's all about for me. And when I first started hearing the the talk about these autonomous cars, I was just vehemently like, no, why would anybody want that? That's crazy. Of course, I was thinking just from my own perspective. But then when I opened my mind, which is what we should always be doing, and I started thinking about others around me, and I, and I use my mom as an example. She's an older lady. She's not as comfortable driving, especially at night now. 
And I think of how that limits her ability to get around. Wouldn't it be cool if she could just pick up her phone, tap it, and a car pulls up in the front? She gets in it. It takes her to a doctor's appointment, to the movies, out to dinner with her friends, and she doesn't have to worry about that. What about blind people? I've had many blind guests here on Cars, yeah. And one of them said to me, he's a he's a guy who set a land speed record on a motorcycle and he's blind. Think about that for a moment. Wow. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> but he said to me, someday, Mark, I'm going to be able to summon a motorcycle to my front door and get on it and it will take me anywhere I want to go. I hope I live long enough to see that day. And I went, wow, I hope I live long enough to see that as well. That's yeah. something. So I think it's tremendous. Well, since uh, your special cars had to do with the cars you were working around, maybe my seller's remorse question doesn't have great meaning for you, but is there a car that you've owned that you let go that you wish you had back, or are you always looking forward? I always look forward. So, you know, I don't have any seller's or buyer's remorse. Uh, I think the last vehicle I sold was a Fusion I had, and I think it's with a really great owner. (laughs) Um, but I personally look forward to learning the new technologies in our vehicles, and I don't look back. There you go, obviously. Well, let's talk about what you're doing today. I want you to hit on this a lot more because I think it's so important. Technical Recruitment Initiative, what you're doing there at Ford Motor Company is absolutely spectacular to help people realize there's a lot of opportunity in the industry here. So kind of get into this for our listeners and tell us a lot about what has you excited and fired up these days at Ford Motor Company. Yeah. So being a technical placement uh, manager, technician recruitment is definitely my passion. You know, I dabbled in it as a field service engineer with my local dealers in the Great Lakes area, but it's really been an honor to really share some of the tools and resources that I learned with my coworkers across the country. So we have 21 regional specialists across the country that are really assisting our dealers. And I have to thank our executives here at Ford because they have been really instrumental in allowing us to be able to develop this technician recruitment team within Ford. You know, the team, you know, their objective is really building the relationships between our dealers and our local automotive schools. You know, we're changing the culture of this trade by having our dealers create the sustainable pipelines to grow technician base in their service departments. And one of the things that it's not only the kids we're looking at, we really need to have our administrators in our schools and our parents really focus on this career not being this grease monkey mechanics type of job anymore. Right. Yeah. This is a career. Our vehicles are equipped with 50 plus modules in some of them. And we're looking to see uh, kids that are the tinkers, but not only tinkers, gamers, you know, with the amount of modules in our car, the gamers are totally able to assist as well in helping us diagnose these issues that we're seeing. I think our parents really we need to we need to change that perception of our field. Well, and with any change comes the need for knowledge and sharing what opportunities exist. I mentioned earlier my nephew Michael. He does most of his diagnostics uh, on the phone with people looking at a computer that they connect the car to him and he can walk through and find out what they need to do, download software to up. The customers aren't even coming in to have their cars fixed. They can do it from their home. Yeah. And th- these are things that just, to me, the old days of carburetors and stuff, you know, they're long gone. And uh, the the cool things that they can do. And he loves what he's doing. I mean, he just, he just, every day he gets up, he's excited. It's cool. 
Uh, the customers like it because they don't have to drive their car in anywhere anymore for most things. Some things you do, of course. So mm-hmm. I think it's all all about teaching people what happens out there. And, and I really commend you and Ford Motor Company for what you guys are doing to align these things together and get that education going. Is there a way where listeners who are listening right now, they're getting very fired up and go, I want to learn more about this, a place they can go on the website there to learn more about this? So we do have a website uh, internally within Ford. It's called www.newfordtech.com. The website really will give them information to our dealers, but all of our training schools around the country. So after high school, if they want to go and earn some Ford accreditation, uh, those training schools are located on that new Ford Tech website. Uh, another initiative that we have been working on at Ford and really focusing on the high schools with is allowing our high school students through a sponsored dealer. So after our dealers have built relationships with these high school automotive uh, classes, we are able to give them a piece of our Ford training curriculum for them to utilize within high school. So this is something that, you know, we're really excited about. And it gives the students really um, some information on the training that our technicians take within our dealership. Very cool. I love this. Mm -hmm. This is absolutely spectacular. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Antoinette's website page here at carsyad.com so that you can link to that. If you have a young person in your your life that's looking for something to do, or maybe a little older person that wants to change careers and do something that's exciting around their passion, this is a place to go. And again, kudos to you and the folks there at Ford that are making this possible. I think this is absolutely brilliant, fantastic. Well, up next is the last lap before we put the pedal to the metal. Let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors that make this show possible. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kid spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week. Thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah! podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah! TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah! is now on MAV-TV. 
I visit some of the past Carjack guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Carjack TV. MavTV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Antoinette, we are back. And I have a very introspective question for you today. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle parked in a garage, you'd actually manifest it into a car or a truck or a motorcycle. I don't know what it might be for you. What would you be and why? So <laughs> throughout my career at Ford, some of the managers have referred me uh, to a workhorse. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so I guess when I think of a vehicle, uh, that would suit this description. I would probably think of a Ford F-150. There you go. So yeah. one of the things that, you know, our Ford F-150s, they're uh, definitely useful and durable yep. and uh, dependable. So I think that <laughs> that suits my description. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that would be the vehicle that I would be. Oh, I think that's a perfect example of who you are and what you've done with your career. You know, I'll tell you, my next-door neighbor, Bill, and my regular listeners know this, uh, not too long ago, he bought a brand new Ford Raptor. And I'll tell you something, that truck is impressive. Uh, he's let me get behind the wheel and take it out. Oh my gosh, that thing is a monster. You, you guys it named it the, the right name for sure. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, he's had many Ford trucks over the years. He's loved his Ford trucks. But this thing, it's a truck, most definitely. And he he treats it like a truck. He has a ranch out east of here. He takes it off-roading. He drives it. He brings it back. It's covered in mud. He doesn't baby this thing. But compared to his last Ford truck, which he'd had for like 14 years or something like that, this thing drives almost like a car when you're like just tooling. <laughs> yeah, when you're just tooling down the road. But when you want to get up and go, it turns into a beast. It does. I mean, holy cow. <laughs> it's impressive. I've always liked sports cars, and I think he's now got a faster car than I do. I'm a little, <laughs> little depressed here. So uh, it's a nice job, Ford. I really like it. Well, we are entering the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of the Ford Truck 150 throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, listening is the key to all effective communication. So that's yes. something I strive for. Uh, I strive to be an effective listener with my mentors, peers, and uh, my employees. Yeah, you know, I love Stephen Covey's uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And my favorite one is Habit 5. And I, I always butcher this a little bit, but it basically says, first listen to understand, then speak to be understood. And yeah. it's exactly what you just shared. Yeah, being a good listener. I try to be a good listener here on Cars, yeah. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes? One of my personal habits. So this is something I'm striving <laughs> to accomplish as a habit. Uh, one of my mentors and uh, managers in the field, he wasn't my direct manager, uh, but when I was a field service engineer, he always strived to apply the 888 rule for a balanced life. So what and explain this is, what the 888 rule is. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. So um, it's, def- it's a simple rule that helps achieve a balanced life. And it's eight hours of work, eight hours of personal time, you know, whether it be with family, friends, or yourself, and eight hours of sleep. 
he always said, you know, without this balance, there's going to be a negative effect on one of the other three areas. So again, you know, I think I followed this uh, pretty well as a field service engineer. And uh, currently, I'm trying to apply it in uh, my current role. So yeah, so I'm trying to achieve this in the long term for myself. But, you know, after he sort of taught us the 888 rule, I think it's pretty smart. (laughs) You know, I think you have to have a balance. Yeah, yeah, balance is important. Now, how about a resource? There are wonderful resources for us all these days. Is there one you'd like to share? You know, the resource that I just want to keep reiterating to the audience is www.newfortech.com. You know, I want to be able to cascade the message to our parents and our school administrators that a four-year degree is not for everyone. You know, we need to promote our trades. We need to change the culture and let young adults know that there are other avenues to make a lucrative living. You know, being a technician is one of the career paths. Um, You know, if a if a young adult likes to work with their hands or is a gamer, like I said before, there could be a career in the automotive industry in our dealership that would be beneficial for them to get into. And like I said before, there are several different training programs that Ford really offers to anyone who's willing to take them. NewFordTech.com. If anyone has any questions, that's the place to go really to look at the training materials. Excellent. Love it. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? I think it would definitely be Henry Ford. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, He was an innovator in this industry. You know, I'd love to know about his thought process in creating this company. And then I'd also like to hear what he thinks of the past 115 years and where this company's heading. So, you know, he's an inspiration to many of us here at Ford. Can you imagine bringing him back to life just for a day and walking him through a modern day Ford plant or engineering office or wherever? I mean, I, I, the look on his face was priceless. <laughs> no doubt. Very proud as well. But yeah. yeah, very, very interesting guy. Wow. That'd be cool. Well, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you'd like to share with our listeners? So Who Moved My Cheese was definitely inspirational to me especially during uh, the time frame where I was laid off. That was definitely a way that I adapted to the change in my life personally and uh, through work. So that was that's a book that I'm recommending. It's, yeah, again, it's a fantastic book. And I'll tell listeners out there, it's a great book to give to your children, your grandchildren, whether they're, well, especially when they're going through transitions in life from maybe elementary school to junior high or high school to college, or college to working career life. Uh, it really fits every category. You can read it in one sitting. You can read it in one evening. It's a very easy book, but the message there is so powerful. And uh, it's just it's just a great book. Yeah, it helped me through some transitions I've been through in life as well. Who Moved My Cheese by Spencer Johnson. I'll yeah. remind you, you can find all these great resources at carsyeah.com on Antoinette's website. She has a page here at Cars Yeah. Uh, Antoinette, A-N-T-O-N-I-E-T-T-A. Her last name is P-O-L-S-I-N-E-L-L-I, Pulsinelli. All right, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question could be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a, any cool collector car on the planet today. Doesn't matter who owns it or where it is, but there's a couple rules to this game here. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You have to drive it. No garage queens here. And it's the only cool collector car you can have parked in your garage. So what can I buy you? 
So, <laughs> you know what? I would probably go with the latest 2020 Shelby Mustang GT500. Oh, uh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, I would go with that. You know, it's a powerful uh, 700 plus horsepower, you know, V8, nice muscle car. <laughs> there so, you go. All right. Yeah. Well, and hey, Shelby. Are, yeah, and Mustangs are iconic to our brand. They really are. You know, I had a Mustang, a 66. And I tell you, it was I was a daily driver for a while. Uh, and it was a pretty old car when I got it. But I couldn't go anywhere without people coming up and talking about that car. They all, everyone has a Mustang story, whether they had one, an uncle, an aunt, a father, grandfather, somebody had a Mustang. It's just, it's like the VW Bug. It's just one of those cars that brings a smile to everyone's face. And the fact that, that you guys at Ford just keep producing those cars in a variety of ways. And of course, Carol Shelby, his legacy with Ford goes so far back, so yeah. far back. Um Wow, you've got a heavy right foot, my friend. <laughs> a Mustang GT500. All right, well, I'll get to work now. What color would you like that to be? Black. Ooh, okay. Very nice. Yeah. A little stealthy. Yeah? Yeah. Stay under the radar. Good luck with that, with that car, that horsepower. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a nice car. Well, Antoinette, you have taken us on an awesome ride here. I've really enjoyed learning more about you, Ford Motor Company, all the tremendous things you guys are doing for the industry and for young people or old people, people that want to work in this industry. Thanks for sharing your journey. Could you give us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you spin the wheels in that 2020 Shelby Mustang GT500? You know, the parting thoughts, you know, I wanted to address our technician recruitment initiative within this interview. But, you know, we're, we at Ford, we're working on cultivating the technicians at our dealership. But I think as a community, we really need to embrace and cultivate the trades within our young adults. So I think this is the parting words I want to leave with everyone today. Let's cultivate our trades for all of our OEMs, not only Ford, let's do this for our technician trade. And then as far as our website, again, www.newfordtech.com. There you go. Nicely said. Well, listeners, again, you can find that link on Antoinette's show notes page on the Cars yeah website. Check it out. Check out what Ford is up to. If you have a young person in your life, whether it's a child, a grandchild, a nephew, niece, whatever, there are some wonderful opportunities at Ford Motor Company that we really need to make people aware of. Uh, get the message out there because uh, these dream jobs exist and they're changing and they're so new and innovative. Check it out at Ford Motor Company. Antoinette, thank you for sharing your story and being so generous with your time and expertise today. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. The pleasure's been all mine. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. 
Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.